Welcome to Curious Pete. I'm your host, Peter Winkler, and today I sit down with Mike Hart, a comedian from Niagara Falls, Canada. We discuss the comedy scene in the area, and I learn about bags of milk. That seems to be the norm in Canada on how you get your milk. And I'll be honest, I still find it weird. Stay to the end, though, because Mike becomes a victim to an attempted crime. Fun. This and more in today's episode. Too much, buddy. Look at you. You're fucking real professional setup, eh? Jesus. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is... do, do, do you have video? Do you have video going on there? I should. I don't know where it is. One second. Start video. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Is it up? Sweet. Yeah, it looks like it's, it's working. All right. So yeah, I'm just on my tablet, so. Oh, yeah. Sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, buddy. What do you got on there? Is that a pizza outfit? It is. Yeah, let's call, let's just, let's just call the elephant out in the room here. Yeah, I'm a li- It was a little cold here this morning, even though it's Australia. And uh, the only <laughs> and I just moved into this house. And the yeah. only thing that I really could find was actually just this pizza costume. And it's uh, surprisingly warm. You know, it's fluffy. and it, Yeah, it's it, looks like a, it looks like one of those like snuggy things, but like a pizza one. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, check it out. Like, it just like, just like a whole, you know, it goes down to a V, you know? You can wear it oh, with cool. shorts. You know? Oh, nice. It's fucking yeah. beautiful. That's not bad at all. Wow. Yeah. How cold is it there? Is it like what, like fall weather back in the back in North America or is it like cold cold? Uh it would be like summer weather in North America. <laughs> it's like it's like twenty two degrees Celsius. So um, you know, not cold necessarily to everyone else around the world. But uh for me I'm used to be I'm used to it being like thirty three, thirty five degrees, you know? Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow, man. I think it hit like seven degrees here today. I was outside in a t-shirt having a smoke at work. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Canadians though, man. Where are you from though? You ain't from Australia. You got no accent. So no, no, no. I'm from the States. I'm from Montana, actually. No shit, dude. You haven't watched like crazy as that fucking show Yellowstone that takes place in Montana. You know what my I want to go to Montana. My mate's been telling me about it. I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> it's just yeah. it's like it's like the Sopranos, but on a horseback. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah. Really? So it's okay, I watched wait. seven. Yeah. So it's not it's not a reality show. It's like a, like a scripted thing. Yeah, man. It's like Kevin Costner and shit like that. It's like there's like mad killings and I don't know. It's like a lot of drama. Like it's weird. Like it's so good though. Like I don't know. I've never heard of it before. And my brother works with a bunch of hillbillies at a fucking like train yard, right? <laughs> so they're like, you should watch a show. And he doesn't really take any suggestions because like a lot of them missing teeth, a lot of junkies there. Yeah. So he's like, it was me and him were sitting down here watching it and. Uh, he turns, we watch TV, turns it on. And he's like, These guys told me to watch it. I don't know. I'm like, Oh, watch it the first 10 minutes. He's like, Butcher a horse. Like, it's fucked. And I'm like, really? Okay, I can get into this. And then I've just been binge watching it like crazy. So it's good. Yeah. You recommend it. I highly recommend it. And I'm not, you know, I'm not like, Oh, the Ozark season three is coming. I'm so excited. <laughs> I mean, like, no, I actually like real TV shows. Like, I'll argue till like I'm blue in the fucking face that The Sopranos is better than Breaking Bad. Oh but, damn! Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think it, I, I think you're look a bit of confessions with all those shows. Uh, for one, uh, I tried to get into Ozarks, couldn't do it. I was just like, you know, I got nothing to relate here. I'm not like an accountant. I'm not running away from the mob. Uh, the Ozarks, pretty depressing. You know, it's like I, I, would, I probably would like, you know, I, would, I would never visit. And sorry, Ozarks. No offense, Ozarks. I think every I think every episode of this I, I have to like say no offense to somebody. So in this case, it's those people, those hillbillies in the Ozarks. And then Oh yeah, for sure. Trailer yeah. living, sister fucking, all that good stuff. All no, that I good might stuff. say defense. That's that's down south. If I end up down there that comes back to me, I'll deal with it then. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, you know, you look at um you look at like the civil war in America, and I'll be honest, like Lincoln was wrong. He should have just like built a wall. You know, just be like, boom. <laughs> well, that's one there. thing, man. That's one thing, dude. Like, uh, in Canada, we don't, our politics are pretty boring. So, like, all we do is, because I'm so, I'm like, you know where Niagara Falls is? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Niagara Falls, right? Like, we're, okay. I'm like, I'm literally, I can be in the States uh, 15 minutes from where I am, right? Mm. So, pretty much all we talk about is American politics. <laughs> and, like, the one argument I always have with people, they're like, it was at work and, uh, like this is how dumb some of the people I work with are. Like, I don't they probably won't listen to this because they really don't like me too much, anyways. But um, they're going, they're like, oh, it's so good that Democrats are back in power. 
And these are the same people, bro. I used to write fucking communist quotes on like the whiteboard, like hard work will set you free. And they're like, that's beautiful. You know, the hard work, they, you know, you get your freedom to do what you want. I'm like, that was on top of Auschwitz, just sick fucks. Like, how don't you know that? But regardless of that point, I fucking tell them. And they're like, the Democrats are back in power. It's so good. I'm like, you know, Democrats, they don't want the uh, slaves to be free. Right. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, who started the Republican Party in the States? They're like, well, it's always been there. I'm like, no, Abe Lincoln did because Abe Lincoln freed the fucking slaves. But you're yet your Democrats are the ones who kept them there to shut them up. And like, we don't talk about politics anymore. I got pulled in the office. They're like, you can't talk about slavery at work and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like how this is like a general topic. Today, we're going to talk about slavery. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's interesting, too, with uh, with Lincoln. If you look back on it, he um, uh, he didn't really necessarily care too much if the, if the slaves were freed or not. It was the reason why he ended up doing emancipation was as a way to destroy the economy of the South so that they couldn't like do. Yeah, they couldn't produce war anymore. And so by doing that, it was like a um, a bit of a strategic tactic to, uh, you know, destroy the I don't know, the war producing uh, abilities of the south and then it just and then it, as a side effect it just yeah know, people became yeah slaves it's just a funny free. point to point out to, a funny point to point out to like the liberals in canada because that's what like that's who's the majority in the house of commons right now is mm-hmm. the liberals and they're like very similar to democrats in the states mm-hmm. but these people are intelligent enough when i'm quoting fucking maoism and fucking stalin and shit like that and they aren't bright enough to even realize that i'm like pick up a fucking book I don't even have a fucking grade 12 education that I know this shit, right? <laughs> Which is fantastic. So, I dude, how long, a... you been pod- how long have oh. you been into podcasting, buddy? Uh, you know, uh, I've been into um, hearing my own voice for a while. But in terms of like podcasting, it's been, um, let's say, January. Just the beginning of January. Oh, shit. There you go, yeah. buddy. To start yeah. the new year with something new. Wow, you're a comedian too, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's why you like hearing your own voice. That's why you started the podcast. <laughs> so you could work your shit out and go out on stage. But yeah, yeah. I, I have the milk. I've milked fish and I did like, I think of like episode 60 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think like 12 of the people I've had on on this, on my milk fish thing, mm-hmm. started their own podcast after, right? Because once they don't hear their own voice, they kind of like, we used to do it before we go down, go to that comedy club in St. Catharines here, mm. right? So we'd like kind of like work stuff out on it. And there's a parallel there because, like, we watch, like, I'm a big fan of Joey Diaz, Joe Rogan, all those guys, right? Yeah, yeah. All podcasts. Sure. I'm like, I want to get into comedy. I want to do this. And I did the podcast because I don't have a setup like that. I got two condenser mics and I got a light and we just turned the fucking iPad on and my one camera, computer, and fucking just go at it, right? So I started yeah. it off as a fucking, uh, I'm a chef by trade, right? I've been mm-hmm. a chef for 15 years, but COVID fucked me with that naturally. Now I work in a fucking hand sanitizer dispenser factory. <laughs> For real. Yeah. for real. Oh, oh, for real. Yeah, everything's closed, man. We can't have uh we can't have more than four people at a table in a restaurant and a maximum of ten people in there, man. Like oh, that shit. just started yesterday. Yeah, yeah see, man. like, like I, can... I, I live in a bubble yeah. here, man. So I have no idea what's going on in the rest of the world when it comes to this stuff. Cause like here where we are, it's as if it never happened. You know. Where are you so, in Australia? So I was living in Brisbane for a long time, but now I just moved to like the Byron oh. Bay area. So it's kind of by the beach. But all that area, like Brisbane was really lucky in terms of COVID that there was, um, we had like six weeks of lockdown, smashed it. Ever since then, everything just went back to normal. Like I'm talking restaurants, dance clubs, uh, fucking you name it. It was as if it just never happened. Disco. The the disco. (laughs) Disco balls came out. This fog machine was there. Everything. It's great. Oh, that's fucking, that's funny, dude. But yeah, Yeah. no, we're here. We've been, uh, what was it? Christmas, no, it was Boxing Day. We completely locked down. Like we can't go to a restaurant. We only have a certain amount of people in the grocery stores. You're waiting outside for everything. Um, you can't have anyone that's not in your house home over unless you live by yourself for a mental health thing. Mm. Now the restaurants are open. You only have ten people in there at any time whatsoever. And what, including staff from your house? Uh, no, well, staff you can have like whatever of, but you only can have a certain amount of staff, like three per. You square three per like 10 people mm. and then you only can go to a restaurant or a bar with someone from your house home yeah like me and my girlfriend just broke up two weeks ago so i'm like i'm back at my mom's house on the couch so, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so i'm like okay yeah so i can't even go out and like try to get a piece of trim like we're going, i'm trying to do comedy so i have to drive like i'm driving next week to kingston which is like four and a half hour drive for where i am just to do a five minute guest spot <laughs> you know really I, mean? I did i did that the other night i drove two hours up to oshawa got a hotel hung out so, you know, but you know what? Going out after being locked down for so long and actually seeing other like-minded comedians, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't care. There's only six of us in this bar. 
this is all I've wanted to do. Fuck, this is awesome, right? Yeah. So that's all. That's all, literally. I have nothing else to save for, work for at this point. I'm like, I'm working to fund my comedy career. So mm. the chance I, the second, the first chance I have, fuck, see you later. Yeah. 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 I know exactly how you, what you mean. What's, what's the, um, like, what's the scene like out there for comedy? I mean, I know you got to drive out, but I mean, before COVID, was it like, uh, was it pretty big? Yeah, man. We were just doing, well, it was last March. It was a year ago today. We went to lockdown, uh, in Canada. Wow. And, uh, we were doing Niagara's top comic, which was great. We had 40 comedians from in and out of the city. Yeah. doing Niagara comedy uh, festival. Well, no, do Niagara top comic competition, but mm-hmm. the seems good, dude, but it's is what it is. You know what I mean? You need to expand your horizons a bit more. Mm-hmm. And like me, I've been in it since two years, pretty much. I don't really count last year. So like a year, like a year and a couple months in pretty much. Right. Mm. You know, I just started doing it at bars. And then uh, I went down to the comic club. I was too nervous to get on stage and sign up. So eventually I did. And ever since then, there's been no looking back. So I'm trying to, I always book shows around here. There's like three or four places that do it within like half an hour of me. And then uh, Toronto is very, I'm a very dirty comic. You know, mm. I have jokes about like, I threw my sister's back out in the parking lot and blah, 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 all this fucked up shit. Right. And just <laughs> stupid stories that I did, man. I worked in kitchens my entire life. I was a bouncer at a strip club. Like I have stories for days and I try to make them funny or whatever. Right. But you I went were, to do the show. In tri- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. You were a bouncer at a strip club. <laughs> Yeah, for like two years, man. Yeah, oh a lot God. of weird things. What do you, yeah, what do you, what do you throw I, people out for? Like touching the, the strippers, uh, or or what are they? What are they doing? Selling drugs. Uh, there's a guy that uh, used to come in buy girls cups of piss and walk out the bar and drink it. <laughs> oh my God! What <laughs> is that for real? Yeah, hundred percent, man. That is the that is the truest thing, man. It's the most fucked up thing I've ever seen. We had this. I'll tell you the whole story. Dude. We had this chubby girl that worked there, mm-hmm. and she like she didn't put herself together well like dirty hair all the time like but she had like stacks of cash on her all the time so i'm like this bitch is selling coke that's all that's happening she that little bit of that nose candy right for sure mm-hmm. so the one day i was like get one of the girls be like oh go ask her so you can get something from her right because I, I can't let her sell shit there without giving me a cut at least i'm kidding we just wouldn't let that happen right because it brings bad <laughs> attention by the cops so she's like she's not she sells piss i'm like what are you talking about she sells piss i'm like you're lying you don't like her because she's making money she's sucking dick in the back she's like i'm telling you she's selling her piss and the guy's drinking it around the bar i'm like bullshit she points at a guy she's like watch him goes in the back with an empty cup comes back with a full one i'm like oh my god and i'm trying to tell this to my manager the other security <laughs> guards are like what do you mean man and i'm like they're like you hitting on her so i'm like guys guys please i was like you should drink piss i'm not gonna uh, i'm not gonna make them lie like that they're like oh you like telling stories having fun i'm like that's not funny i was like do you see me laughing right now (laughs) and you can see he's like smelling it taking a sip of it i'm like that is the grossest fucking thing we've ever seen we had one guy sundowner is like one of the biggest uh one of the most renowned strip clubs in all of north america like it's up there with like the vegas strip clubs right right we had a guy we had a guy going there and he used to take a towel he was a principal uh he was a principal in a fucking high school in toronto and he used to take a towel a beach towel wrap it around his neck and then fucking um wear a trench coat go in the back and get a girl piss on him and he'd go back to his hotel room smell it drink it come back later on the night do the same thing beach towel around his neck lay there what? piss on me he'd take off yeah dude and he'd pay a thousand dollars around he'd do this every other weekend with a wife and three kids at home and shit. I found out who he was, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine? Can you imagine just like you're like, where are you going? Like, I'm just going to the I'm just going to see the boys, honey. And then and then he comes back and they're like, You smell like piss. Uh, well, I don't know. I've been sweating a lot. And then I got a prostate problem, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was one of the yeah, I work working there, man. That's uh I got stories out like out like crazy. It's so I try to use that, but I was doing that fucking Toronto bar, man. I walked up with this joke about me fucking my sister, and I lost him. I, I couldn't bring it back. So I'm like, okay, I gotta start. I gotta start down and dirty and like some rough and tough like factory towns. That's what like St. Catharines kind of is or was, mm-hmm. and that's what Hamilton is like middle of the road, and then like Oshawa, Kingston, stuff like that. They're like the blue collar one, right? Mm-hmm. I'm there. I'm not going there making jokes about how my cat's so funny when I'm not home and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, <laughs> I was on a fantastic wine tasting the other day. And you, the funniest thing, you said it was a Pinot Noir, but it's really a Pinot Grigio. It was fucking wild. <laughs> you know I mean, like I can't, I can't do shit like that. I can't bring myself to do that. And I, I trash things. I trash, you know, I don't know. I trash TikTok. I trash influencers. Stuff that just pisses me off. Right. And to a lot of the liberal crowd, they're like, okay, well, that's not politically correct. Not even politically correct. It's just not how we feel about things. I'm like, fuck you guys. <laughs> You're all cocksuckers. <laughs> I mean, I started making fun of a fat kid in the back. 
I'm like, what do you come up here and tell like story about your cat and your fucking wine again? You're a loser, right? No, yeah, no. yeah. Well, you know, sometimes um, uh, it all depends on how the crowd is working because if um, if you go out and you say that you're doing it, like they'll just they'll just never come back. Like I'll if I if I say like an offensive joke, I'm always saying that these are stories that my grandfather told me, and then and then I then I'll go <laughs> like just blame it on him. And, you know, both my grandparents are dead. So, like, if I go, <laughs> I'm like, hey, like, you know, he was a he was a hero. He was part of the greatest generation. Like, how dare you? You know, and and then yeah, I, I just feel like it's just like a um, uh, a license to say whatever you want. Like, I used to have a, um, a whole set about abortion. And I would go up there and I would just do talk about abortion for like 15 <laughs> minutes. And then people would come to me afterwards and like, how did you do that? How did you do? How did you tell 50, like, you know, 30 abortion jokes in a row? And it was simple. I just blamed it on my grandfather, you know, like the whole time. So, it was old. It was old. It was a different time, guys. You wouldn't understand. It, it was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> How long yeah. you been in uh, comedy for? Uh, let's see. I started doing it when I was in uni. When I was, um, I was about maybe nineteen or twenty. So probably like fifteen years or so. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, you're right up in there, man. You're almost professional. You're a professional now. Shit. Yeah, well, almost. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're all we're all professional, aren't we? You know, oh. sitting in a pizza costume. Um, yeah, sitting in my mom's basement on her tablet doing a Zoom call for Australia right now. You know, <laughs> I'm going upstairs to eat dinner she made for me, and I go back and get my laundry she folded for me on my bed. You know, it's not the worst thing. I'm 30 years old. It could be a lot worse for me. I hey, see man. All these people. It's always, it's all about, it's all about being grateful, you know, like, you know, yeah. you know, that would always be the case. You got to pay a lot of money for that sort of service. Yeah, exactly. The people that complain about it are pissed because they don't have that. That's the only reason. Oh, you should get, you should be more mature, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I just, I, I just broke up with my girlfriend for like over a year and I moved back to my mom's house. How, how, how am I, how am I slacking? What the fuck are you talking about? Cause you live in some shitty apartment with your fat fucking wife, two ungrateful fucking kids. And all you do is complain. You tell me every morning you got to break your nose and smell. Fuck you. I mean, I see you eat fucking cold cuts on a hamburger bun. You're a low life. I don't care. <laughs> Specific people. There's one guy that's always on me at work. And I'm like, he's like, what you have for lunch? I was like, oh, my mom made this last day. Oh, it must be fucking nice. I'm like, just because your wife's a fat disability fucking cash checker and she doesn't make dinner for you is not my problem. I'm sorry about laundry. <laughs> I'm sorry my laundry's cleared. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I, yeah. I get into people all the time like that, too. Right? Especially with the. Uh, with this COVID thing, right? They're like, but he's like, well, I can't risk it anything. You know, the wife's got some health problems. I'm like, she's over 300 pounds. And he's like, what? I'm like, is your wife out of shape? He's like, well, yeah, because of, there's always an excuse, right? I'm yeah, like, yeah. maybe instead of sitting at the house and waiting for you to get home, you're two ungrateful kids yelling at you all the time. Tell them to go off the fucking couch and go for a walk. Jesus Christ, we get some sunlight. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, this guy lived at a hotel too. You know what I mean? So like, I'm like, who the fuck? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah he, ratted, he ratted on me at work for, he said I was doing something. I wasn't. Right. Like he said, I was wandering around and, he, and like I, my boss came up to me and said something to me. I'm like, you fucking kidding me? I went back there and I'm just fucking unloaded on this. It was the first day I worked with this guy, too. I'm mm -hmm. like, who the fuck are you? They fucking talk to me about saying I'm fucking wandering around. You know who the fuck I am? Blah, blah, blah. Mm. Ever since that, it's a very short, hostile conversations. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I can off. imagine. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can imagine. The um. Uh, what is it like working in a hand sanitizer uh, factory? Like, is it slippery? Oh. No, man, there's no hand sanitizer in the building. You make the dispensers. Oh, you make so, you the know, dispensers? Like the, you know, like the high-end free one, you go like this? Yeah. You do that. It's like basically child labor work, but we're adults doing it. Like, I'm like, <laughs> it should be someone... Do you have a, there's a, it's a multinational company. Like, we have one in Ireland, the Philippines, and in Niagara here. And hmm. I'm like, I'm putting these little, these little springs into like a little piece of plastic. I'm like, this is child labor work. 100%. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, why they paying me? why they pay me upwards of over $20 an hour? Well, there's some poor kid who do this for a glass of fucking rice a week. You know yeah. I mean, like, I don't understand the business logic of it because, like, I walked into this interview, right? And all I've ever been is a chef or a comedian, right? Yeah. I worked in sales once or twice, but I lied to get that job anyway. So basically cooking. <laughs> I walk in this job. They're like, you know anything about a factory? I'm like, no. They're like, oh, uh, so what do you bring to the table? I'm like, I bring uh, good morale. I was like, I've ever, I'm a people person. I'm always fun to be around, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, really? I'm like, I'm a quick learner. I was like, I'm pretty strong. I was like, besides that, there's no reason why you should give me that job. They're like, we like honesty. You can start on Tuesday. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, go to this job interview. I have no idea what it is. Right? Mm. Oh, uh, part hygiene. I'm like, I fucking no clue where it is. I had a GPS where it was. It's like 20 minutes from my house. I'm like, I don't know what this is or what's happening. And I'm going in there in a suit and everyone's wearing all dirty, raggy fucking track pants. So I'm like, oh, shit. 
Where the Here fuck am I? Yeah, seriously, it looks like it looks like the unemployment line. Like it's fucked up what this this place looks like. But hey, it's easy. I say whatever the fuck I want. I get I bring my material there. I got like 15 people I work with at one time, and I'm just like writing shit down as I'm talking shit. There, I'm like, okay, they laughed. Perfect. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, I remember there was a. I, I worked at a at a plasterboard uh, factory, and um, we were like uh i don't know it was a different company I, I didn't actually work for the factory itself i worked for these guys who went in and to like service it and to like clean it and mm-hmm. to kind of like um go through the parts and kind of take take the machines apart and stuff and it was the, the way it worked is that the my boss would get paid um something like $280 per hour per person that he had on the job at the factory and so for him, the more people that he had on, at the factory, the more money he got paid. So he didn't really Ooh. give a shit if you were actually doing work. He just wanted to make sure that when there were certain people walking around the factory, that you would look like you're working. And so it was it was good money. It was like 12-hour days. They were long days. But the days were even longer when you're just sitting there pretending to work. And it was absolute... Like I lasted a week. I was like, this is, this is garbage. There's no way I can do this like all the time. Just pretend to work. And it sucks. Yeah. It's like, like go, go upstairs and sweep the roof. Like, what are you talking about? Just like, that's like, oh, a no show. That's, like that's, that's like a mobster thing. That sounds like super sketchy. Yeah. Like, it was like a front or something. Thing. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> well, the God. plasterboard is actually cocaine. Yeah. 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 The, all those children there, drug smugglers. You wouldn't yeah. know it. <laughs> they take six eggs at a time. That's yeah, you would, you would just yeah, I would just walk around because like the uh, like the factory itself was like 500 meters long. So you would just like you, I would just walk back and forth on the factory floor, and it would look like you're doing something because you're just like walking around, and then you just like, oh, I'm gonna go take this broom to the other side of the factory. That's a good kilometer back and forth. So you just like, whoa, you're gone for 20 minutes, you know? It's great. Oh, that's hilarious, man. Yeah, Yo, but you're the people uh, work there. I don't, I don't garbage. I know Brisbane, dude. Do you have a what is it? What's the what's the funny team there? Lions. Brisbane. Uh, Lions? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I, dude, I love Australian football, dude. I fucking really? love it. Yeah, I, I've watched it. Um, like, I don't know. I watched some of the junior games. I love the Bulldogs. I think it's yeah. the Queensland Bulldogs. Oh my god, the, you guys get to go see the games again or what? Or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been. Um, uh, it was funny actually because during COVID they were uh, they stopped them and then they ended up, uh, like playing to empty crowds but the crowds had cardboard people so like if you wanted to support the the lions you can get a cardboard cutout of your likeness um but it was it was up to the the person to upload a photo of their likeness right so there were some and it was televised so you have all these people like playing the game and then they show the crowd and it's like this cardboard um audience but there were a few people who were uh, uploading their likeness as like Osama bin Laden or like other Holy ridiculous things, and so then they had to cancel the program because too many people were like taking the piss out of the cardboard cutout. Um, oh, sort of. <laughs> oh, they did that. They did that here in North America, but for uh, season ticket holders, like yeah. the Colorado Rockies, did it with all the South Park characters, right? <laughs> but then Korea, like South Korea, started it with their baseball team. Yeah. They wanted the crowd. They wanted to look full, so they put fucking sex dolls out there. Someone thought it was fucking was really? a good idea. So they had these things like, you know, the open mouth ones, shit like that. <laughs> and there's kids watching baseball because, yeah, there it is for the longest time because we didn't have any sports. So we're watching like German soccer, Bulgarian fucking baseball, Korean baseball, whatever we can. Because there's we're sitting in the house, we have no sports, nothing. So we're watching all this stuff and. um yeah, the one was Korean sex dolls. I seen on Barstool Sports. I'm like, oh my god, that makes so much sense. You know, someone's like, no one's gonna notice. Let's put sex dolls out there. There it was. Oh my Fuck. god, that is that is hilarious, actually. Oh, it is. What's yeah. uh, yeah, what's uh, what's the comedy scene like there, man? What uh, what's uh, what's it's actually like it's actually it's actually really good. Like they have um, so the Australian Comedy Festival. Um, well, it's it's like. I would call it the Australian Comedy Festival, but it's actually known by the cities. And so it's the same comics that go from city to city for it. it happens once a year. So they have like the Sydney Comedy Festival, Melbourne Comedy Festival, yada, yada. Um, and it's it's actually, um, I'm used to the competitive nature of the United States. 
and how, <laughs> you know, like, you know, that's like 350 million people, you know, uh, viewing you. And so the, the, the bar is raised pretty high. So let's say if you go into like a comedy club in Brisbane, uh, Brisbane's a great place to do it. There's so many different comedy venues. Um, and if you go to like a competition, you then pretty much are almost, um, you just have to go to like one more competition. It's only like two tiers before you can get into the comedy festival. And then oh, from wow. there you, you can tour around. So if you, if you work your, your set quite well, and if you have um, like a good writing method of, of uh, creating content, um, there's, a, there's a high chance that you can possibly go and do some of those smaller rooms or maybe even get bigger in, uh, in Australia. Because what we got like 25 million here. So yeah. That's it? Yeah, it's, it's, all, really? it's all our population. It's not very big. Hey guys, I just wanted to take a few moments to say that if you're enjoying this episode, I could really use your support. Become a Curious Pete patron for as little as $5 a month. Go to patreon.com forward slash Curious Pete for exclusive bonuses, early access to future episodes, monthly AMAs, merchandise, and more. Your support of the podcast will go towards booking more studio time, upgrading our studio equipment, and marketing to reach out to new and interesting guests. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash Curious Pete. And now, back to the episode. Yeah, because I know you have, I know kangaroos outnumber you like two to one. Right? <laughs> some, some, some astronomical number, man. Yeah. I'm obsessed with kangaroos. I'm obsessed with kangaroos. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, I've watched so many documentaries on kangaroos. I just find it so interesting. I don't know why. Right. Yeah. But like, I was reading the one, uh, I was watching the one. It's like, it outnumbers people two to one. That's why you have like the kangaroo rack on the, like, the front of cars and stuff when you drive to the outback because like mm. how many dead kangaroos there are on the side of the road and shit. I'm like, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. There's quite a few. Yeah. There's, uh, uh, my favorite are wallabies because they're just like miniature kangaroos and they're great. And you can, uh, <laughs> you can, you, you could technically legally have one as a pet if you wanted to. So you just have like a little like wallaby, like from Rocco's modern life jumping around in your, uh, Oh, in your Rocco's modern life. I forgot about that <laughs> fucking show. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. That's, that's off. But yeah, 25 billion. I thought, I don't know why I thought it was more. Like Canada has like I think we're like thirty four million people or something like that. Thirty four, really? Yeah. yeah. And you guys we, are have, uh, we have we have the same population in New York State, <laughs> our entire country. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and, and which is absolutely wild because I want to go. What I'm thinking my next move is going to be, man, is down to the states, right? Because I applied mm. for the Connecticut Comedy Festival and then the Milwaukee Comedy Festival. Milwaukee's like sixteen. Well, no, sixteen hour drive for me. Connecticut's like eight hours i'm like okay i'm just in new york city isn't new york city like pretty like it's not that far for you isn't it like six hours six seven hours i could drive to it's like equal distance it's like a triangle for where i'm at from like montreal where just for laughs is mm-hmm. and then new york city it's six hours it's the exact same distance like where i am to montreal from where i am to new york city dude it's weird and from new york city to montreal is the exact same distance oh it's like 600 636 kilometers or something like that i looked it up so how does that work like if you want to go into the united states right now like are you allowed to can't no we can't we can't cross borders and if we go to the states if i go to the states just say i'm running over for a fucking liter of milk or a gallon of milk there right Mm -hmm. you can't you can't go we can't go over at all unless it's a essential travel so if Mm -hmm. i do go over and i come back per se i'm like i gotta pick up my fucking I don't know, mail or something, whatever it could be, something essential. Mm-hmm. I come back to Canada, I got to quarantine for 14 days, even if I don't talk to a single person. Yeah, right. Is that is that on your own dime as well? Do you have to like, or can you go to your house? You can go to your house. If you fly to the country, you have to quarantine at a hotel at your own expense. Yeah, and right. they're getting up to around $2,600 a night at hotels right now. $2,600? What the fuck? Yeah, someone paid it the other day, man. And government won't pay you back. And the food they're providing for them is just like, the fire festival fucking crap dude it's just like a salad and like a piece of bread and shit. <laughs> really <laughs> oh yeah dude it's a huge uproar because like uh prime minister just trudeau just put it into effect last week so like people are coming back and our testing is so backlogged mm. like we had uh we had a small outbreak at work like three or four people got it and my one buddy was off work for like 12 days he's like i didn't feel sick at all but he came in contact with the guy and mm. he had to wait to get his fucking test yeah. with me I didn't remember booked it. I had to go get a test because I was supposed to go to like some big golfing tournament and someone I was at a someone I was at a bar with contracted it, right? So I had to go get a test for it. And 
they're like, oh, you have to call ahead. I just showed up. <laughs> I was yeah. in and out of there in an hour. I'm like, you guys are morons. Just walk right up there instead of calling 14 days. Even with, uh, you know, like, uh, it's called Service Canada here. So, like, if you want to apply for unemployment or figure out your taxes or something like that, you got to call a hotline. And I think Canada has, like, 5 million unemployed right now just because mm-hmm. of, like, the lockdown and everything. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, it's taking so long to get on. I've been on the phone for three hours. I'm like, you people are fucking idiots. We live in a bilingual country. Mm-hmm. Hit the French line because there's only less there's less than half a million people that speak full french in this country we're bilingual mm. right mm. so lo and behold what do you do i call boom bonjour comment ça va blah 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 right i barely mm. speak french i just say that and i'm like oh sorry my french is really slipping up today since i got you on the phone anyways let me help you with this and uh-huh. boom it happens right away i started doing it to people i think i don't know so no one's catch on they're like i can't speak french i'm like that's not the point can you say bonjour yeah can you say good morning <laughs> that's it oh my mm. french isn't too good today there it is Mm. That's one thing, maybe because I don't know, Canada, we got to take fucking French from the time we're in junior kindergarten all the way up to high school. Right. So you kind of like, so you just kind of just jump in the line, like just by doing that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Cause if I, I could speak decent. I could understand, I can understand it fluently. Mm. Right? I have a whole car. I could read French, everything like that, but I can't, I never, I can't speak it, which pisses me off because I wish I concentrated on languages because now I have the hardest time. If I want to learn Spanish or something, man. I can't. Like mm. I know, like the simplest words in Spanish. I know called like you know, like pendejo and like stupid <laughs> shit like that. I know how to ask for drugs at a bar. You know, what I mean, like very yeah. criminal things. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah just yeah, for watching yeah. like narcos and shit. Yeah, that's it. Which, yeah, that's hilarious. yeah. Fucking bilingual. Yeah, but this country's a mess right now, man. It's bad. Fuck really? everything. Oh, so many people are out of work, dude. It's wild. I, I don't know how. I don't know how the people to recover from this within two years. Like it's, we've had this point now thirteen thousand restaurants closed. <laughs> wow. Over a hundred thousand people just in restaurants alone out of work, bro. It's, it's crazy. Cause like me, I'm a chef. Uh, The crew I work with, man, there's 12 other people that are fucking chefs that I work with, man. Holy crap. We went from cooking food to cooking plastic. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Jesus, that's um. So it's interesting what you're saying though about like how like backlogged it is in order to even get a test. Like my brother when it first um when it first uh, started COVID and he's he's still in Montana and he had to get a test because he got like sick. Um, and he got a test and they they took like two weeks to get him the results. I was like, dear God, man. I was like, you better hope you don't have COVID because if, I mean, if you did, you'd probably be dead by now or something, you know, like it just takes way too long. It'd be out of your system. Yeah. Like here, because they test you, like you just go in in an afternoon and you're done in like a couple minutes, you know? Yeah. No, like I walked in, I had my results in then like less than 24 hours. Yeah. But like where we, like once again, where we are, man, like the Golden Horseshoe, Niagara and Ontario. Yeah. We're most densely populated area in all of Canada. There's 13 million people in Ontario. Like we have, how close we are because we're so close to the border, like the whole Golden Horseshoe. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, it's like, uh, Toronto's like a small New York City, right? Pretty much. Mm. It's just, we constant people, bro. Like, you got in the highways, and like, we have one of the most dense, what is it? One of the worst highways in North America. Like, it beats out LA and shit. Like, it's, I was driving oh, the traffic is that bad? Yeah, dude. I had to drive up through there, because we have like the, it's called the ETR, Express Toll Route. So you could pay mm-hmm. to go one way, mm-hmm. which is no traffic, or, because it's 60 bucks a turn. You turn on that thing, bro, it's 60 bucks right away. It doesn't matter you're on there for five minutes or 15 minutes, 60 bucks. What? So I take the way, the I cut right through trucks. Yeah, dude, I took it. I was on it for 45 minutes. It was $66. Oh my yeah. God. And that's with the transponder you have in your car that gives you a yeah. discounted rate. Holy yeah. shit. So, like, and I complain I was, about it in Brisbane. I'm like, God damn it. I paid like $5 to get to the airport. This was bullshit. And then, Oh uh, yeah, you could, Oh, you pay crazy amounts, man. And then, uh, yeah. Cause the other day there's, uh, it's, <laughs> It's like 12 lanes of traffic going through the 401 collectors in Toronto. So it's six this way, six this way, and a bridge over top with another six lanes of highway, bro. It's fucked. Wow. And it's, it's panic, man. I'm sitting there. I have a dirt in my mouth. I'm like, can I jump over it? I got to jump over five lanes to get the next exit. <laughs> I'm like, fuck this. There's And our public transit in this country is fucking sad, to say the least, man. It's horrible. Like, to take a bus to Toronto, it takes you four hours. You could drive there an hour, right? It's wow. public transit in this city, like trains even man <clears throat> the train's one of the worst trains one of the worst rides ever and it's just it takes it takes fucking forever it's not really scenic either because you yeah. go right beside the highway the other trains going around here because canada's so fucking big it takes you two days to drive out of ontario it's a 24 hour straight drive without going through the states just wow. to get to the next problem just to get to manitoba next door holy yeah. crap yeah you I mean- can drive from 
I remember just like yeah, driving up just, to like um from like Montana up to like Edmonton. And that took me felt felt like years just to get up there, you know. Yeah, they're right. You look at a map, you're like, Jesus, that's not even that far. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's uh that's one big comedy area right now, man. It's Edmonton. Is it? Edmonton, Calgary's hopping off the West Coast kind of thing mm-hmm. because they're all a bunch of backwood hicks out there. <clears throat> they are. They're a bunch of t- gun-toting fucking oil fucking barons, right? I know, like Calgary, Calgary, a bunch of cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's the South, man. It's yeah. just like it's the equivalent to the American South. I swear to God, they all drive jacked-up trucks, wear flannel constantly. Yeah. I have buddies that live out there, man. They start getting a Berta accent and stuff. It's weird. I'm like, you guys, you guys are like, uh, oh my god, because I've gone arguments all the time online about they have a long gun ban. In Canada, like you can't have any automatic uh, rifles or anything, right? Mm-hmm. As my God given right as Canadian, I'm like, what? I'm a hunter gatherer thing. I'm like, get a fucking crossbow. What do you mean? Oh, you want to take the guns? You just like the liberals. I'm like, bro, you moved out to Alberta a year ago. How, how am I liberal? What the fuck are you talking? About? I mean, aren't there? It just changed so fast. Aren't there like supermarkets in Alberta? I don't understand the the you know the yeah, hunter right. I'm like, I mean, none of you have ever been hunting. The people who are having this argument are the people who have never been hunting. So, yeah. I mean, what is he like? like uh, um, I mean, is he in, are they Inuits? You know, like, I mean, no, that, no, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, the, and they're not even indigenous, man. They're just white guys that lived here and their parents are like English. And they just <laughs> think, uh, oh, yeah, we need guns. I'm like, you guys never killed anything in your life, nor will you ever. Like, yeah. you want to have you're, you're supporting the AR 15 law. I was like, who needs an AR 15? No one needs an AR 15. No one needs it. Are you in the no military? No, you no. don't need one. Yeah. And like around Christmas time, you had politicians. Uh, you might have happened, you might have heard about it too, but like through the States and Canada. All these politicians like, please stay home for the holidays, for Christmas and stuff. Don't go away. And a bunch of them did. And all these people online were complaining. And all these people that were complaining were like the single moms that haven't been on a single vacation their entire life. And they're like, oh, if I had the chance to go away this year, I fucking would have. I'm like, you haven't left in 15 years. I don't think you've been outside of Niagara in the past 10. Like, what the fuck is wrong? It's all these people that have never done or have any use for the thing that I find have the biggest mouth and the most opinion on it. They start pulling out facts and numbers on things. This is why you should get the vaccine. Oh, the mass actually stops this uh, molecule from manipulating into your system and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You had a kid when you're 12. What the fuck do you really know about life, right? Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting here, even um, in Australia, they like around Christmas, like everything was was like there was uh, there were st- hard borders between the states and. Um, and then they just like loosened all up, it all up for Christmas. They're like, well, you know, there's going to be some uh, restrictions, but except for Christmas, Christmas will be uh, kind of loose. And you're like, why? <laughs> no, it's just a fucking day. It's just a day that we've all agreed upon is the day that Santa Claus brings us Coca-Cola or something. I'm not yeah. sure. But and then no. and then uh, afterwards there was outbreaks. And I was like, well, duh. like you didn't like you just did it just for a day, you know, just yeah, for like a you didn't see day. that coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, I was happy. Yeah. No, we are open for Christmas completely. And they're like, okay, well, try to limit traveling. I'm like, what? Just shut us down, please. I had went to fucking four different Christmases. Now that I don't appreciate it, right? Mm. But still at the same time, like I was at the Christmas Eve party, Christmas morning, I'm up with the kids fucking getting presents and I don't want to do that. And then I got to go to my ex's mom's house for breakfast, go to my mom's house for lunch, go to her stepdad's for fucking dinner, go back to my mom's house for dinner. Like, no, I'm done. Right? Like six o'clock, I'm sitting there like this, like an old dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, did the old guy nod on the couch? And I'm yeah, like, why couldn't we just be locked down? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I said some racist comment and fell asleep like every old dude I've ever known, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was going to ask you, um, do you uh, whenever. Uh, I meet people around here. They always like talk about uh, American football and they always like to tell me like, well, you know what I think is boring is American football. Like, okay, well, I didn't really ask, but okay, great. I'm glad I know what your uh, thing is boring. But then I told them, I was like, but did you know that American football is not really um, America's invention? It's uh, Canada's. We have, because you guys got the CFL, the Canadian Football League. And it's basically the exact same thing, but a little yeah. bit, the field's a little bit longer, I think, isn't it? Isn't it? I think yeah. It's like 110 we, uh, yards. Instead of doing, instead of doing inches, when you do the, when you do the lineup, you do a yard, mm-hmm. we have three down instead of four, but we are, uh, the CFL is the oldest professional sports league in all of North America. Wow. Uh, it's boring as fuck though. The yeah. most Canadians, the only people <laughs> who care about fucking Canadian football live out West. And yeah. that's where they should stay. They care about Saskatchewan. <laughs> they care about Saskatchewan because it's the only fucking thing they can talk about. Right? Edmonton Eskimos, they all crazy about it. I'm like, it's all washed up fucking XFL NFL players. Like, give mm. me the fucking Philadelphia Eagles, baby. Like, I'm an Eagles fan. Yeah. But yeah here's one for different. you. This, this is what I wanted to ask you. As an American moving to Australia and living in Australia, what's your feelings about cricket? 
Oh, cricket. You know, well, they have that saying here, uh, which the first thing I always think of, and that's the thing I hear most, is um, that's just not cricket. Have you heard that saying before? No. It's uh, It basically just means like um, that that's not the way we do things because like cricket has a lot of rules. So yeah. like people will say, oh, that's like, you know, this – this is bullshit, this blah, blah, blah. Like, this is not cricket. So I hear, I've hear that a lot. Um, but cricket, they have so many different forms of it here. You have the the three-day ones, the longer than, I think, three days, I want to say. Um, yeah. But Aussies are generally pretty big. There's a big um, Indian uh, population here, and that's quite um, big uh, amongst that uh, demographic. And then you have... But for me, um, I've never actually ever been to a cricket game. Uh, I've I've been wanting to go because I hear all it is is that you just sit in the stands and just like like hang out with your friends. You don't even like watch the game. You just hang out and chat and banter away, and that's it. <laughs> like there's no. It's just a place. It's a, it's an excuse to chill out with your friends all day, which is um, really yeah. But it's, I've watched um, I've watched it. I find I've watched it just because I was like curious. I've always been curious about cricket. Because mm-hmm. I've I on my way to the strip club where I used to work there, these were like crack cricket grounds. Mm. They have a big, big Indian population in like Brampton, which is like forty five minutes an hour outside of here. Like it's bad. We call it Bangladesh, right? Mm. Because it's 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 like that. It's 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 wild. But I've stopped there and watched it, and I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck I'm watching, right? Yeah. Like, why are those guys running back and forth like this? And I understand yeah. it's different points. You hit it out at six points. Mm. You hit the 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 fucking thing behind it. It's intense to watch, but I figured as an American, you know, you know, you American football and fucking baseball to go well, you, watching because baseball's I, boring. Baseball is boring. It's it's boring, but find. it's but it's fun to play. That's that's the thing. Like yeah. Um, and I struggled because I wanted to go and find like a like a an American you know baseball batting cages somewhere here in in Australia, and I just wanted to go and just like take my partner there for like an like a like a date night, just go and just like hit the balls yeah. with a bat. But it didn't exist. The only thing that they had were were cricket batting cages, and I was like, "What? I don't know. This no, no. Start over. No, I, I don't want. I don't want cricket. I want nothing." But but now I actually sleep with a uh, a cricket bat next to my bed, like because I can't I can't find a baseball bat to save my life here. You know, like it just doesn't exist. Um, well, they're pretty, fucking cricket bats are heavy as shit too. Like they're good, good solid piece of wood. Nice and flat. Yeah, it's like a big old two by four with a handle. Basically, is what it is, and. Um, but I did actually find that uh, Brisbane has a semi-professional baseball team called the Brisbane Bandits. And I, uh, and I, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And so I brought my partner with, and I was like, you, have you ever been to, because she's from Manchester. And oh, I, was, shit. Nice. I was like, I was like, have you been to a baseball game? And she's like, no, never. And I was like, oh, man, <laughs> you're going to fall asleep, but let's go to one. And I, and, I, and I brought her with, and they had the whole thing there. They had a guy going around with like beers on his, you know, on a tray and, throwing out nachos and hot dogs. And I was like, this is fucking oh, awesome. Shit. Yeah. You're like, it's like, just like home. Yeah. So that, it was. That guy yelling in the front with shirtless, like yeah. Randy Marsh in, Amer- in South Park. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, I thought it was America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, man, I, I used to be the worst of them, man. Like in uh, my hometown in, um, in Missoula, like I used to sit next to the semi-professional team right at first base. And I would just like, my, me and my mate would just would just heckle the shit out of the guy standing there at first base, and he would lose his he lose his mind. You'd be like, "Hey, shut up, shut the fuck up!" You're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, come on, man! This is a family. It's a family show. Come on, come on, come on, chill." Did you go to Did you go to Missoula for a university too? I did, yeah. Oh, there you go, buddy. That's fucking. Oh, I, that's one. There's two regrets I have in my life. Uh, number one, I didn't pull my dick out enough when I should have. And number two <laughs> is I never went to university in the states. Because like I've been to some university parties here, like because I only went to I went to college, right? But it was like in town one. Oh, yeah. But like I've always wanted to go to university in the states because it looks absolutely fucking wild. Like I'm a couple hours away from Syracuse. It's all true. It's my, all true. All of it. Oh Jesus! <laughs> all the stereotypes are real. All the stereotypes are real. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. Like I used to. I wasn't in a fraternity, but I used to sort of like. Uh, I guess you could call it harassment. I used to harass the fraternities because I thought the, the fraternities were just a bunch of like loser douchebag guys who wear like pop like polo shirts and then they would yeah. be bullying other people. So I thought it was funny to kind of bully them. I don't know. Maybe, whatever. So what I would do is um, my 
uh, my friends and I, we would go to the Indian reservation just outside of town and we would buy like these crazy big fireworks and we would just always just plop them on their yard every like, you know, Friday or Saturday night, we would just sneak. And they would, after a while, they started catching on to the fact that they're, that someone's going to like start <laughs> lighting fireworks on the front lawn. And so we'd have to get sneakier and sneakier with it. And it was just a, just a bunch of fun, you know, but we did, we snuck into a few frat parties before and yeah, it's kind of what you would you imagine. It's a it's a bit rapey and a bit like immature. Grab and it. yeah, you know, it's fun when you're like 19, 20 years old. But you know, uh, it was good for the college experience. But but you know, uh, I actually when I went, I never I never drank. I was never drinking until I turned like 20 for for yeah. some reason. And so I was going into these frat parties just to see it, just to see what the, what the vibe was like. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, that's what, it's, that's what it's like. But no, it's all true. The, the movies are right. The movies are all right. Yeah. They're all, they're all true, man. Like it's crazy. And like the, the bigger towns you go to, the, the crazier it gets. Like, uh, I mean, I think one of the famous places for partying is like what Arizona state university. Oh yeah. Yeah. Arizona state right now. Yeah, right in Arizona. I've always wanted to. I've always just wanted. But now I'm fucking thirty years old. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I don't look like a kid. I'm a, I'm like six. I'm I'm six three. I'm like two hundred and fifty pounds. Like I'm a big fucking dude. Like, I stick out. Like, what are you, are you playing the fucking line there? But also, then I look at some of the American teenagers I see like playing football and shit. I'm like, motherfuckers look my age. I was like, I can probably. Pull yeah, it off. man. There's but something also, going it'd on. Creepy. It'd so, be some, creepy. I'd be like something, something in the, the corn. Milk. Oh, yes, yeah, for sure, man. Hundred percent. The milk, <laughs> the milk yeah. man. Because we used to go, we used to go get the milk from the states. Because yeah. we get a whole gallon for, I don't know, a buck twenty-five Canadian, right? Yeah. A bag of milk, three bags here, because we drink out of bag milks, right? Because we're what you drink it out of bags? Yeah. What do you mean, like a bag? It's in a plastic bag. What do you, <laughs> what do you mean, like, like wine? A, like wine in a bag? So it's like in a box. You've never seen a bag. You've never seen a bag of milk before. No, no, you got to show me this. What the fuck are you yeah, drinking? One second, I gotta go upstairs. I'll fucking grab this show you right now. Because, like, because uh, Australia invented the the wine bag, and they call it goon here. So, how do you store it? Is it just like a floppy bag in the? Oh shit! Yeah, dude. One second. Let me go back down the stairs here. Get my hand on this thing properly. <laughs> this is a Canadian bag of milk. What? Wait, how do you how are you supposed to store that when you open it? You, you pour we it into a, a jug. We have, milk, we have a milk container. That's weird. That is the weirdest yeah, thing I've we, ever seen. Yeah, dude. And that's how we get all our milk. Chocolate milk, regular milk. We have cartons, but it's only one liters. Yeah. What? Yeah, because it's just like the states here in Australia. Just like those, you actually have like jugs of, of milk. Yeah, just like a carton, right? Yeah. Yeah. We just we just have bags. That is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. So, like, to, to get it, if you need to, you just, like, what, take scissors and just cut out the corner or something? No, we have, there's a little tool that sticks on your fridge. You just slice the bag like that and pour it into a glass. <laughs> you have, like, a special <laughs> tool? You have a special tool to open your bag. Yeah, but we always lose it, so it's always just a knife or just a pair of scissors. But you can't cut it open too big because, like, yeah, it'll just it'll explode. Just pour out. <laughs> but you got to cut, you got to cut both ends sometimes, right? You got to cut both ends so the milk, so the bag doesn't squeeze. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you let the air out properly or something. Yeah, yeah man, that's uh, it's a common thing. Like I don't know, <laughs> it's I've seen it online before. People talking about it, but yeah, I get that's I forget. Like the rest of the world doesn't do that, which is like really strange because I'm just so used to. Oh, what's that? I'll oh, just bag of milk. <laughs> so like, oh, where do you go to store? Oh, give me a bag of milk while you're there. So like, wait a minute. So so when you go to the store to buy this bag of milk, is it just hanging in like a basket of other bags? Because you can't stack bags, you know. Like in the no, fridge. they're in milk. They're in milk cartons yeah uh, like milk uh crates sorry and okay. it's uh it's three bags inside one bag and you just grab that bag and it says like one front percent two percent three percent all right so, so, it depends, so it depends highly on the carton for it to be stored in the fridge then i guess it makes sense, yeah right yeah. yeah we have we have the milk drawer <laughs> with the milk, the milk drawer that's so, so yep. weird yeah <laughs> so do, so, do they, so okay wait okay wait so do they do this with uh not just cow's milk do they do it with like soy milk almond milk things like that as well um no they just do it with that man because i um i'm lactose right so i can't fucking drink any milk or anything like that mm -hmm. but it's all the rest is just cartons regular like juice cartons they have the almond milk and everything else. no it's because what was it man i don't even know the whole history behind it because i know we went when we switched to the metric system mm -hmm. we were supposed to go to cartons but it would have been cheaper or it was some price thing that we just continued doing bags 
And now, because Canada has like a single-use plastic ban, so like yeah. we stop using grocery bags, fucking plastic straws. But yep, all our milk comes in plastic bags. <laughs> so strange. Okay, so there is something that we have here in Australia. So we have, uh, well, first of all, Australia invented the box wine. So, um, yep. and they call it goon. And uh, it's not really real wine. Some of it is, but a lot of it isn't. And that's like, because alcohol here is really expensive. So like, that's kind of the cheapest alcohol you can get. You can get like four liters of wine for like 10 Australian dollars. You know, so normally if you get like a bottle of wine, you might be looking at like $10 for one 750 mil. But uh, also if you look at all the bottles of wine, none of them have corks. They all have twist tops on top. Really? Yeah, like uh, a few years ago, uh, maybe 10 years ago, uh, there was a big issue that happened in Australia with uh, uh, they went to a, a producer or a supplier of cork and they uh, sold them to like all these Australian uh, wines and all this stuff. And it turned out that the cork was actually bad and it shrunk and it ruined like a year's worth of wine between Australia and New Zealand. And so they came up with this uh, plan that say, okay, well, this will never happen to us ever again. And then they just came up with a, a screw top. So it's just like as if you're opening up a like, you know, like a like or, a bottle yeah. of juice and just like cracks open. So you don't need corkscrews really if you're drinking Australian wine here. And but the the Ooh. the downside to it is it doesn't store long. So you can really you can't really store it for more than like a year. So if you're thinking about yeah, storing like, your wine. Yeah, because because the cork ages it. Yeah. Like ages it properly because the way you set it and stuff, that's fucking wild. So yeah. even like you gotta you go out and buy like, you know, a $50 bottle of wine. It's a mm. screw off. If it's Australian, like wine. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. The only, the only ones you see that actually have corks in it are ones that are like imported from like Argentina or Chile or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, here it's all just like screw top. So if you, if you bring someone like, if you bring a bottle of wine to a friend's house and it has a cork on it, everyone's like, I don't know how to open that. <laughs> <laughs> you bend a fork back and stick it in. Yeah. I've done I, that a thousand times. Well, I live in a big wine region, right? Like the biggest one next to Napa Valley. Oh, is it really? Yeah. The Niagara VQA wineries, dude, because I've there's wineries for, like you drive an hour down the highway from like Hamilton to the border, dude, and it's mm. all wineries. <laughs> all oh, there is right. wineries and microbreweries around here. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. A lot of... uh a lot of interesting wine, but I, I don't know. I have a pretty refined palate. Like I can tell the difference between like a couple wines, but like all these yeah. wines pretty much taste the same. And now they're starting to get like, I don't know, very hipster. Like, like, Oh, the wines know, very, are hipster wine. Oh yeah. They're like, well, it's infused with this, with this. And I'm like, Oh, there's toasted black honeycomb fucking wheat in here. And this, this, and that I'm like, it tastes like fucking sour grapes. I'm cool with that. That's wine. I, I get it. It's fine. We well, don't have the chocolate notes in it. I'm like, how long have you been doing wine for? They're like, oh, I've been making wine two years. I was like, well, I've, I've been I've been in restaurants my entire life. I know food pairings. I know wine pairings. That does not taste like this. Well, sir, you really have to taste the dark cherry chocolate. I'm like, no, it's not there. Just give me the glass and let me be on my way. Same yeah. those microbreweries. We have a lot of like microbreweries around here too because mm. well, that's one of the new things. And they're just like, oh, this is what it tastes like. I'm like, all your beers taste the same. There's two breweries around here. I'm not going to name them personally, but mm. they all they taste the exact fucking same. They taste too hoppy. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, is yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. There is some. There's a place called Counterpart. Um, I don't know, probably like near Niagara Falls, and they got, got this citrus beer, mm-hmm. and they just give me one of those small little taster glasses. I'm like, just give me a pint. They're like, oh, we don't serve pints here. I'm like. I, I, I can't drink here anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what it's like. Pints? That's what's like here too. Like if the because uh, uh, alcohol is really regulated in Australia, and if you have um, uh, like I'm used to in Montana, like getting a pint of beer that is like pretty strong. It could be anywhere from like ten to f- like twelve percent or something like that. And if you order something like that here in Australia, they uh, under the law they're not allowed to give it to you as a pint. They have to give it to you in like a like a schooner glass, like and yeah. and then. And I was like, are you serious? Like, I can't have a pint of this. And then they're like, no, you can't. And I was like, okay, so then can I get two schooners and a pint glass, you know, and then I would just put them together in one pint glass. And th- and that seems to be okay. Like, you can do that. That's that's so weird, man. But they're not allowed well, to legally sell it to you in that large quantity. They have to separate what's, the price of, what's the price of booze there like, pretty much, like compared to like the American dollar? 
Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I've been like, I'm used to still going. Okay. So Montana is basically like the Southeast Asia of the American States, you know, like when it comes to like prices, <laughs> because you can get like beers still like I, I, in my hometown there, you can get a burger and a beer for a dollar, you know? So what? yeah. So it's like, I don't know if it's a good comparison, but it's fucking cheap. And then, um, so I'm used to that. And then I came here and, um, you could easily pay for like, um, the top end of the beer that I've seen here was like $20 for a pint. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, that's like 35. That's like what? No, it's $23 Canadian. Like, well, because like beer, because mm. they really have like same uh, Australia and Canada must be very similar like that because we're heavily regulated with tax, right? Mm. Just in Ontario, sorry, just in Ontario, because um, Ottawa, like our capital, right, runs along the Richelieu Canal and right, no, right, right down the St. Lawrence and right across the right across the water, dude, like 25 feet is Quebec. In Ontario, you can buy a case of Bud Light, just regular Bud Light cans. Uh, Thirty pack will cost you fifty six dollars. You go across that, you walk fifteen minutes across the border, dude. You buy Quebec for thirty one dollars. You go down to the states, you be able to buy the beers for less than a dollar a piece. Yeah, but it's 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 fuck the tax because we. I think we're like a seventeen percent tax in Ontario for everything. Oh why? So, why, like, dude? I get. Why? I don't know, man. Cause I get fucking paychecks, dude. When like it's like seventeen percent. So like, my last one I had like six fifty taken off my check. Like it's wild. Oh Jesus. Yeah, yeah man. It's income tax time's fun, but like we're like Alberta seven percent, um, Quebec's like six percent tax on things. Mm-hmm. GST because like once you see the price, that's not the price you're paying for something. It's just three ninety nine. That's not three ninety nine, dude. You're looking at four, four. So it's not inclusive. GST is not included in the price, like what you oh, see on the goods and sales tax. No, well, no. They, it's all it's it's called the HST now. It's called the harmonized sales tax. So they took two taxes, put them into one. Oh, make it sound better. Yeah, <laughs> it upped oh, it a percent. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like here, it's really nice because if you go to the shop, everything is the price that it says because it's all inclusive of the of the GST. Yeah, um, but uh, but you see, Montana was like this. You know, Montana has um, no sales tax, but it has high property tax. Uh, but then if you go to a place like Seattle or something or some other states, there's only like a few states that don't charge sales tax, like Oregon and Montana and somewhere else. And now we explore an idea through an essay from the mind of Curious Pete. Today, you will tell your children of this and sing this story in the halls of Valhalla about this essay on toilet paper. So every Sunday, my partner and I do shopping for the week. I think a lot of people do, but I hate buying a few things. One of them is toilet paper, especially buying toilet paper late at night by yourself or really in general. Everyone knows that we in Western society use toilet paper, but when it comes to buying it, there's that tiny voice in your head that says, everyone knows you need to shit. And it's that confidence that you have to overcompensate for in walking through the store with it. Because they aren't small. Those packs take up your whole shopping cart. So you have to muster a strange confidence to buy it. You can do one of three things. One, do the chest out, loud and proud, single item toilet paper purchase. Two, overcompensate. Add cans of chili beans, jalapenos, a sombrero. Just announce you're having Mexican. It looks like you're preparing and planning to shit which is essentially what we do when we buy toilet paper, but this is different. Like you're planning to shit in the very near future. I'm having Mexican. I'm going to shit myself tonight. Or number three, mix it amongst all of your other groceries and make it look normal, but you place it on the belt strategically between the broccoli and the cat food. So the cashier thinks that this is a nothing but normal situation, but if you buy just the broccoli and the toilet paper, you kind of look like you're about to do something semi-illegal to yourself. Or if you buy it with just the cat food, you just look like a freak, confusing people. You can see the question marks above their head, trying to piece together the disaster that is your life from such an odd combination. Like, is he going to clean up a cat's ass, or is he poor and getting the 24-pack of Fancy Feast as a way to save on food? Does he even have a cat? Is he a cat? Is it a full moon and this is actually a cat that has morphed into a man and he's trying to look normal and decided to buy toilet paper with his dinner as a way of not looking suspicious but will go home and lick his butthole anyways? 
Probably not, but you know, buying toilet paper, not my favorite thing. One second, sir. What's up? Your car alarm's going. Oh shit! Sorry, dude. Uh, my car alarm's going off. Hold one second. All right. I hope. Uh, I, hope I hope someone's stealing it, just because uh, it would be like good. It would be good viewing. Everybody, gonna have to cut this, man. I gotta go check this out. <laughs> okay. Uh, everybody, good talking to you, man. All right, good talking to you, man. Uh, we'll, I'll, we'll see you, I'll see you a message in a couple minutes, all right? All right, sounds good. See ya. All right, all right be good, buddy. <laughs>